No, I'm not lucky, I'm blessed. Yes, clap for the heavyweight champ. Me, but I couldn't do it all alone. We What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky, I'm Blessed podcast. Cheese. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the I'm Not Lucky, I'm Blessed podcast. Fitness Friday segment. Yes, Fitness Friday. But this is not just about physical fitness, okay? This is about, this is all around fitness, okay? And today I have a great friend of mine, Genesis, in the building. And we're going to be talking about financial fitness. Yeah. It sounds funny, but FF, financial fitness, how to be, you know, be financially fit, how to make use of your money, how to save, how to invest, you know, and, and all that good stuff. So, super important stuff. Super important stuff. And I am really looking forward to this conversation. Likewise, likewise. You're a great guy, so I'm excited for the energy. You're giving great energy, so I'm gonna give great great energy back. You heard her. She said I'm a great guy, so <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And I feel like with this um knowledge I'm about to get from you, it's it's even gonna make me greater, you know. Financial tip. It's like there are different segments in my life and I'm trying to balance all that segment together. All right? of us, so, all of us. All of us, yeah, all of us. So so this one is um the last time I had someone come out, we, we, we spoke a little on mental health, you know, how to be mentally tough and stuff like that. And now it's, it's like, hey, let's get financially nice. tough, you know, let's make those tough financial decisions that can help us. Maybe not today, but tomorrow, live the life we want to live. Definitely. I yeah. think that there's some great things that I'll share that we can apply today. And Boom. then obviously things that we'll have to apply for a long expanded period of time. Okay. Um, and it's great that you started with mental fitness because I believe first in the mind, then in the hand. Oh, you, and if we focus on the mind and then the money, combine those two with our talent, psh, sky's the limit. There's no limit, actually. Yeah, there's no limit, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like how you... you, you, you um, so you said... Say that one more time again, how mental fitness and then... Yeah, I believe like we got to first start with recognizing who it is that we are yep. and then where we are mentally because our mind is a transmuter and it's a receiving station right oh, wow. kind of like a radio station like we're receiving ideas and we're giving ideas often so if we can focus first on our mental fitness mm -hmm. then i think we can go ahead and take that next step to whatever it is that we desire and if financial fitness is next then awesome then you'll have two great tools in your Sweet. toolbox to go ahead and build whatever you want wow wow that's nice it's it's mind-blowing because the guy that came last time, we talked about mental health, and he spoke the same thing, you know. Starts with the mind, and then after that, you bring it out, you know, and kind of like saying... Absolutely. Yeah. Our mind is so powerful. But like, which of this to you is more... Comes first. Mental, physical, social, you know. Which of this fitness, you know, the aspects of fitness to you come first? Mental. Mental, mental. fitness. Yeah. Um, which ties into emotional fitness, I believe. Because yeah. sometimes our emotions kind of get us away from like the reality of things because we can start to think of things like for example my dog died yes. and immediately when we think that my dog died there's a sad feeling that runs through our body yeah. and that can kind of take us away from the vision that we ultimately have mm. and a lot of us you know we there's there's emotional things that we face but if we can be strong mentally yeah. then we can always come back and recognize when we're falling out of alignment and then come back into alignment so i i do believe first in the mind yeah. and then in the hand oh wow. wow so that's definitely the the first thing everybody should focus <laughs> on so focus on yep so yes. um just building that mind and you know before you can put it into different areas in your life yeah absolutely life. i i uh i was in the military for a while oh you were i was i oh, was I um 
it, it came about so randomly, but I went because it was the best financial decision for me, oh, right? Wow, yeah. So when I went, um, there's a lot of challenges you face, and even in life you face challenges, in college you face challenges, but in the military, there's a lot of challenges, right? And they they taught us to be resilient mentally first, yeah. right? When you're working out in the gym yeah. and you start to feel like, dang, like, yeah. I'm tired. tired yeah. You're tired first here. Your yes. body could keep going. You feel like your muscles are like dying, dying. or like straining, but you're tired first here. So if you can take care of that, then you push it to that next level. <laughs> you know what I'm laughing? You you speaking my like you speaking my language right now. Like and I and I never thought you were this. Wow, I, I, I honestly thought you you were just gonna give us some financial, but you're giving us bold lectures on, on everything. That's impressive. Thank you. Thank what you. else what else do you have to share with us before we actually uh, well, what do you want to know? Um, we want to know everything, like you know, starting from like you said, um, financially going to the military was the was like the best choice for you, you know, financially. What do you mean by that? Great question. So when I was in high school, mm -hmm. um, what I wanted to do, right? They tell you go to school, get good grades, and then decide what you're gonna do for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. First of all, how are we gonna decide what we're gonna do for the rest of our life when our whole life our parents were teaching us? We lived in their household. We have to follow these rules. In school, we had to raise our hand. How could we go out and make solid decisions for ourselves? So for me, I believe that I wanted to go to FIT, New York City, go to college yeah. to do fashion. I love, love, love fashion. But unfortunately, we couldn't afford it. Yeah, like, I, I just, my parents weren't going to pay for college. There was too many unanswered questions on how I was going to commute back and forth, yeah. how I was going to pay for it. Yes. And so many, so I, so what I did was at that point, right, having all these questions, I started asking my friends mm. who were already in college, how's their experience? Yeah. How are you? Mm -hmm. Everybody would say good, but I said, no, no, stop. stop. How are you? Like, for real, how are you? A lot of them said, you know, I'm in debt, I'm stressed, I have three jobs, this, this, and that. And I saw that there was a common trend. Yeah. I'm like, okay, these people are in huge large loads of debt. Yeah. And then I have my dad's friends who are, like, much older. They're retired now, but much older, and they're still paying their college debt. So I was mm. like, okay, options. Option one, go to college, get in debt. Option because I wasn't getting a scholarship, yeah, right? Yeah. I didn't we I didn't apply for any. I didn't even know how to. But anyway, long story short, boom, that's one lane. Um, second lane, go get a job. But again, I don't know who it is that I am yet. Yeah. So I'm still discovering. I don't know what field. So job is not something that I want to go into. But then that's, the third lane was the military for mm -hmm. me. And the military because I had a few friends that were in the military, including my brother. And I saw that in his first year leaving... Uh, going into the Navy, coming back home to visit and, you know, say hello, say what's up, we haven't seen him in a year. He comes home and buys a brand new car in cash. Mm. Okay. He bought a brand new car in cash. His friends are doing pretty decently financially yeah. in the military. Yeah. And then the, these other friends that I have are not. So for me, the best financial decision, decision yeah. was to go there. Was to go there. Yeah. Like, because like you said, um, there's people that going to school and then they're all coming out with student loan that they probably will pay off till they die. And or pass it down to their kids. Right? Yeah, Ooh. pass it down to their kids. That's Ooh. what we're talking about. Debt, you know, and, and, and debt is one of the things that, like, I really want to even talk about, you know, how, how can people get come out of debt and not to go into debt. Yeah, and you made that decision that you weren't going to go into. Wow, that's that's really impressive. Yeah, it was it was more of a financial decision. Wow. Heck yeah. And it was one of the greatest decisions I could have made. But not, but not everyone think that far, you know. Everyone just think it's cool too. It's like the rest of the world is in debt. I can be in debt too, you know. I'm, and uh, I know everyone's paying to the die, so I can pay to the die too. Yeah, like, like it's okay to do that. Like, what do you mean? 
Yeah, yeah, it's okay to do that. It's normal, you know. Every single one of us is yeah. is doing that. Yeah. It's so interesting. Um, you're right. Not many people see that far. My friend says people can't see past their eyelashes. <laughs> I'm like, dang. <laughs> you gotta think long term. You you thought long term, and so you you came out of the military. Did you come out with a car? Did you buy your own car too? Um, yeah, actually, the car outside yeah. paid in cash. Paid in cash. I don't need a brand new car. I bought um bought the car off my friend for uh, like five grand in cash grand. Wow. and i was like it works it's it's great car it's great car yeah yeah like you said mine mine is even yours even look better than mine mine is like 2020 2000 camry and i love that because i don't have to pay monthly for a car you know like i mean it takes me around that's all that matters you know exactly yeah. a, a car is I'll, I'll share this financial tip right yeah. first financial yep, tip yep. um a car is i believe it's our greatest liability at least one of them being that the biggest financial tips that I have, right? Yeah. Um, know what an asset is, understand what an asset is, yeah. and understand what a liability is. Mm. If you can just simply, under, literally simply understand those two things, then everything else will follow, right? Because we can make things super complex or we can make things simple, simple right? Yeah. So to keep it simple, a liability takes money from your pocket yeah. and an asset puts money in your pocket. Ooh. So our car, for the example, is a liability because we're constantly putting, putting money, money into, it. into it. When we buy a brand new car, take it off the lot, it already depreciates in value. Yeah. We're paying high taxes, yeah. we're paying insurance, yeah. we're paying for, for gas, yep. and so on and so forth. Tires, oil, yep. oil. So tickets. It's constantly, tickets, I just got a ticket today. <laughs> I got one last week. <laughs> Oh man, Boston don't play, but it takes money from our pocket, so it's a huge mind. liability. So therefore, I'm not gonna go buy the biggest Lambo, or mm -hmm. then I don't care about that. Yeah. Like a car gets me from point A to point B. That's me. If you can afford a Lamborghini three times in cash, go buy it. Why not? Mm -hmm. But if not, I see so many young people make the mistake of going and getting a loan yeah. for a car, oh, not yeah. knowing the interest rate how it affects yes. you because they don't have the proper credit because they were never taught, yeah. and then they're in part of my language shit loads of oh, debt yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that you know will take them years to pay off and the, it ends up that they're in a worse financial position which essentially if they decide to do that like me I think long term it can affect so many things down the road now is this person gonna go ahead and move to let's say out of Boston let's say they live in Boston let's yeah. say they don't like Boston they have a vision to move to Florida can they now move to Florida with ease or not being that they bought the brand new car. Most people can't. They're can't, like, yeah. I gotta stay home, stay home and pay. because of this car. Yeah. So you don't even have that freedom to move and. Yeah, like that one small financial decision, decision will affect your whole life. Yeah. That's true. So we gotta think about what, what what we're taking on. Because even when you wanna return the car, it's like it's gonna affect your credit score or something, you know. So it's like, okay, I know people that literally just stuck there because yeah, hey, I have to pay up this bill before <laughs> before. I, I have too many friends that said, oh, I can't start this business because, because I can't afford it. Yeah. Well, you just have a brand new BMW brand new outside, BMW my, outside, my friend. That's, that's, I love, I love this. I love where this is going. So you you, you said our car is our number one liability right now. It's, it's one it's, of the it's biggest. It's one of the biggest, yeah. And then what would you say it's, it's our biggest asset that we have? And what's an asset? And then what would you say right now, you know, what's, what could be an asset to us, you know? Well... An asset is something that puts money in your pocket, but yeah. to think bigger beyond money, because money is just, it, it really has no value. It's just a piece of paper, a thing yeah. that we gave value. Um, but I think our big, I know, I don't think, I know our biggest asset is ourself. 
Like people are the biggest asset, no matter what. Wow. If you have, if you have great, if you cultivate great relationships with people, then now you have a community. Now you have support. Now you have so many talented people. Now there's so many things that you can do together. Yeah. Even if you had no money. Yeah. Because you'll find a way to crowdsource it. You'll find a way to put it together Together. if need be. So people are the biggest asset, right? The the most valuable thing. Um. But in terms of like say financial aspects, if we're talking about finances, right? Um. Stocks are credible, incredible assets. Real estate, anything yeah. that produces passive income, incredible assets. Mm. Um, there's there's safe investments. There's riskier investments. There's so many different kinds of investments. But simply anything that's giving you a return on your investment is an yeah. asset. This clothing that we have on for me is an asset because I pay a certain fee yeah. for it to get it done, to get it done everything completed and then when i go and sell it i flip it for a profit and i make a return on my investment yeah you know so if for people that want to start their assets i believe first they have to understand where they stand financially Mm. and what i mean by that is is like okay how much money if we break it down simply how much money is coming in per month and how much money is going out per month if you can simply just add those numbers how much is coming in how much is coming out and you'd be like, oh, okay, am I breaking even? Meaning, do I have zero at the end of the day? Am I in debt because I'm over leveraging myself and spending way too much? Or do I have surplus where I can now go ahead and be like, all right, cool, now I have options. Hmm. So we gotta first understand that. And I, I say month, but really what I mean is year. Where do you stand for the year? If we could take it year by year, but break it down simply by month by month, week by week, then we'll have a better picture on what we can literally do today, today to be like, okay, how can I increase my my finances? Mm-hmm. How can I increase my network, my net worth? Well, yeah. Matter of fact, yeah. how do I even determine what my net worth is? Most people don't know how, you know. Yeah. So I get passionate about these things as a young woman because nobody taught me. But now that I have knowledge and yeah. I'm still learning every day from yes. from great people, I can pass it forward so yeah. someone can condense their time frame. You know, I want to share a story with you. Good. My story, and why I am so passionate about finance and trying to make better financial decisions in my life. So when I came here, you know, I'm Nigerian. I came here like six years ago. I didn't know anything about credit. I didn't know anything about you know. I literally just they left me here. You get me? I got a scholarship from my government to school here. So just boom, left. No, no mom, no dad, no family, no brother, no sister, no one to give me advice on anything. But I, I was already disciplined at home not to do stuff, some, you know, don't do credit. If you don't have, you don't have. That's what we do in Nigeria. No one owns shit on credit. We buy stuff cash, okay? So after school, I, I graduated and I had some money saved and I was going to get a used car to start doing Uber and stuff like that, you know? So along the line, you know, um, I got a little selfish. My, a friend of mine got a clean car from, you know, financing it and... I was oh wow really you can do that yeah they're like you could pay so when so when I went with him the guys like yeah they make it sound so juicy and mm-hmm. good like it's that easy yeah you could pay half down and then you know you could pay monthly and then you'll be <laughs> done it sounded so good to be true but I fell for it and and I actually got the car you know and and they told me oh you the first year if you pay off the first year, I mean first year no interest okay if you can pay it off you get the car and you know I was like okay I'll I'll, I'll work my ass off to pay it off the first month right. I mean the first year and long story short I, I i couldn't you know and i think i had an accident with that car and uh and lost it and then realized that at the end of it i was owing so much money from interest and wow. you like 
I paid a down payment. Literally, if I had used my down payment, I would have bought something cheap, <laughs> but good. Right. I would have gotten myself a used car at a very good price. You know, so I made this mistake a long time ago. And I, even till date, I still, I mean, okay, it is what it is. I learned from it, you know, but I'm just sharing the story. And also, like, how can we help people to make wiser decisions with their money? Mm-hmm. That's what. You know, absolutely yeah. that's great that you have that story although it was an unfortunate situation but i'm sure you learned so much so from that so much from it yeah and that's a prime example like in the military we've seen so many uh, military people uh, in the air force we say airmen go into 22% interest rates being murdered murdered, murdered yeah. and not understanding and i believe like that really starts in the household yeah but then again did the great great grandmother teach did the great great grandma teach did grandma teach this and if not someone go has to go and freaking switch directions to go learn it and that's that's how i felt because i i come from a family middle class my mom she was a single mother but then we you know were were blessed with an amazing guy in our life who became my dad i call him my dad today yeah shout out to him shout out to him for real and you know, he stepped up and they worked hard. They worked so hard. Literally, I remember like after work, I would want to go to the park. They were too tired to go to the park. So seeing these things happen and then seeing the the habit and seeing like how like the community was like that and how family was like that yeah. and how neighbors were like that. I'm like, okay, there's a trend here. And as a young woman, as a young girl at the time, right? I'm noticing these things like, okay, like I want to be rich. Like I'm literally thinking like, I want to be rich, mom. Yeah, like yeah, I see this on yeah, YouTube, yeah, I want to yeah, be rich. Yeah, yeah. So I had to go and learn what the rich people do, what the wealthy people do. And then now that I learned it, trust, I spend the majority of my time sharing this information with the closest people to me. So that way they can build their financial fitness. And most importantly, my cousins, my young cousins. So that way they can at least be a little bit more ahead and not go into college and get that that car. You know? So what was the first financial decision you ever made? Like the first financial step you took? You know, for an average guy, you know, what was the first financial step you took to better yourself financially? For sure. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I have two different answers to that. One, yeah. when I was in uh, seven years young, yeah. like I said, I, I wanted to be rich. Right? I'm like seeing all these things. Uh, when I was seven years young, we used to shop at Payless. Okay. So I would get like these shacks, like these shoes. They're the shacks. They look like the Air Force Air One Force Nikes, ones, yeah. but they weren't Nikes, but I got them because they look like them, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I wanted fresh kicks. Like, I just wanted fresh kicks. And I remember my uncle would come around. He was always fly. I'm like, Theo, because we're, we're from Puerto Rico. I'm like, Theo, like, how do you get that you fly? Like, like, yeah. like, where'd you get these shoes from? They're crispy, no no creases. Yeah. And he's like, I hustle. He's like, I, I'm an entrepreneur. Like, this, you know, I buy the things that I like, and that's it. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, well, I want these things. You're, you're going to have to hustle. My mom wasn't going to go buy Jordans, Jordans or Nike. Yeah, She's like, yeah, uh-uh, yeah. we're going to Payless. Yep. You know, my Uncle Willie worked at Payless. We had a discount. <laughs> like, More blessings. We were good. Yeah. So this is what I did. I literally picked up and I I went, um, funny enough, like in the winter it snowed. So I would knock on people's doors to get, you know, money from that. Wow. Um, and I asked my mom. We used to shop at Sam's Club. We still do. And I was like, hey, can we get a variety pack of chocolate? I know I can fundraise, and I use that fundraising money to buy the, sh- the kick. So that was the first financial decision I made. I wanted sneakers. sneakers I yeah. figured out a way where I can make money, money yeah. by hustling or grinding or whatever. Yeah. And I did, and then I used that to to buy the kicks that I wanted. That um, so that was like the foundation, the first step that showed me, okay, cool, I know how to make money. money yeah. 
without a job. I'm seven. Like yeah. I know how to make money. That's incredible. At a small level, small, really, really small uh, level, yeah. but it was something, right? Yeah. Um, and then the other biggest financial decision was I was in the military. My job actually was finances. I got blessed with that job. That yeah. job blessed me in so many ways that I couldn't even imagine at the time. Yeah. Um, and I, I was talking to a buddy. His name's Austin. Shout out to Austin. Yeah, hey, Austin. Serving right now, doing his thing. I'm like, yo, Austin, like, after work, we have too much time. Like, I want to I wanna make more bread because, like, mm. the military check, what, well, we're making 20 grand a year. Like, I want to make more. More, yeah. And he's like, read these two books. So he hands me Rich Dad, Poor Dad mm. by Robert Kiyosaki. Yep, yep, yep. Check that out. And then he hands me Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Read all two of them. Check that out. Read all two of them. You read both of them? Both oh, my of God. Them, yeah. Good for you. I love Napoleon Hill's book. Like, yeah. Whew. So these books are like incredible. I read them every year. Like it's it's like you read this book so many times so already. Many times Why are you reading it? Because it's so great. Like and there's something new I can learn. So that was the best financial decision. Although I didn't invest, my friend literally gave me gave, the book. Yeah. I applied what Robert said in the book. Yeah. And it literally works. Like if he's giving you practical advice and you're not applying it, that's your fault. That's your fault. Yeah. But I applied it and it works. So how I put it to work after I learned assets and liabilities i'm like i need assets so when i got paid for my military check my mom always taught me to save i feel like most people are taught to save um most people don't but i do and then now on a higher level this is higher level stuff i invest opposed to saving i invest just sorry the rope is all the way yeah yeah thank you i was almost like um so i invest so the the other decision that i made was when i got paid I would put literally 50% of my check into the savings. And when I learned about assets, I started taking 25% of the 50 I put aside and I invest in the stock market. Wow. Yep. That's where I started. And that was in 2016. How can you? Wow. 2016, you started investing in the stock market. Okay. So you made 50%. uh, So from whatever paycheck you got, you saved 50. And from that 50... You um you put twenty five in the stock market and then the rest was still safe. Exactly, but first again I had to understand what my expenses were yeah. to see how much I could even save. Save, yeah, that's true. And then, this is this is another gem. Pay yourself first. Pay yourself first. What does that mean? When you get in a check yeah. from wherever it might be, you get in a check, put money aside first for long term for savings or whatever. And then go pay your bills. Mm. Take care of your responsibilities, but pay yourself first. Pay yourself first. And that's what Robert says. Yeah. And most people, they'll pay themselves last, and they'll they'll spend money on their bills, right? They'll go do recreation, entertainment, and stuff, and then they have maybe this much left, left or yeah. nothing, nothing, so they don't save, so they don't yeah, pay themselves. Yeah, yeah. So how, how much do you pay yourself? What percentage of the of your paycheck do you think you should pay yourself? At, at starting, at least 10, 20%. 10, 20%. Yes, if you're starting 10 to 20% of your check, pay yourself. Okay. Have you read this book on The Richest Man in Babylon? I haven't, but but so many of my friends have shared it with me. Yo, it's an amazing book. Yeah, I'm going to read it. I have to, I have to. It's my friend amazing. Jasmine, shout out to her. She's reading that right now. Yeah, that's literally where, I mean, he's, his own story was like, you know, at least 10% of your paycheck should, should go to you. And, and he said something interesting. that So the, I think the problem we have or you know our generation about saving is we're trying to save big and that's my next question should we save big at once or little consistently so we're trying to save so much that we don't really think about our budget our daily budget like things that we really need and you know take some money aside for that before um 
before we save or you know know all that and put that into consideration we're trying to save and not think about that so eventually when that comes up it takes from our saving you get me right because we're trying to save big like for me like when i first started saving i remember like oh i was like i really want to save i really want to save so the day I made up my mind to start saving, I just woke up on Monday and from my paycheck, I didn't even care. But I'm like, I'm not going to think of anything. I'm just going to pick this money and just put it in my savings, you know, <laughs> put it there. And then after a week later, I started realizing that I needed to buy some stuff. So <laughs> I went and took some of the money out. And then the next thing I knew, the money was gone. Right? It's like, yeah, where'd it go? Where did it go? I thought I saved it. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> so when I read that book, he says, first, pay yourself 10%. And savings take long. True of us, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Absolutely. I started saving ten percent of my of my baseline and then after ten percent I was so good to save ten percent. And then he was like gradually. So do you think it's advisable like what's the approach when you pay yourself, you know? And how do you go about yes, that? Yes, yes. I think the richest man in Babylon breaks it down well. Um it it's it's something I made the mistake of in the beginning, like yeah. saving so much because it just looks so great there. So it looks when so you see it like there. wow, like I got money. <laughs> but then if you say, let's say you get a paycheck for a thousand dollars and you put seven hundred into savings and yeah. you only work with three hundred, you're only leaving yourself this much room to breathe, yeah. and you're you're giving yourself room to mess up and be like, oh, now I need more. I, my next paycheck is not coming till two weeks. I need more money. It's easy to just go grab back into your savings, but that's the worst thing you can do because yeah. it's a yeah. habit. It's just yes, a habit. Yes, so yes. to answer your question, if you just do little by little, just understand that those building blocks will eventually add up. Yeah. You don't need to go and save like this boatload of money to say that you have money. It's like mm. if you're thinking long term, then you understand, okay, little by little will we'll increase. Yeah. You know, I started saving when I went to the military, um, something that's actually written and, and, and I have the data and all that. Um, I got paid, I believe it was uh, an $800 paycheck per every two weeks, mm-hmm. bi-weekly, so $1,600 a month uh, after taxes, and I would put 400 aside. But I knew that my bills were only $129. So now I had room to go travel on the weekend, eat out if I wanted to, have fun, but I paid myself first. So you save and still do all that? Yeah, but now the numbers are increased. Yeah, no, 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 I know, I know. <laughs> you, no, I, I'm not, a, there's something that you still travel when you're saving, that's, hey, let's talk about, how do you do that? Like, you know, how, how do you still save? And because I see people save and don't have time to travel and not, you know, agree that life is still out there other than saving, you know, they just save everything and look unorganized and stuff like that. Like, how do you still save and still travel and still? Yeah, yeah. heck yeah. That's also cool. It's like everybody has the ability to do it. They just have to know the math. And it's it, most people don't like math because in school they taught you exponents. Yeah. And they're like squared. Like, Square. what is this, bro? Like, am I going to use this? No. But if we just go addition, subtraction, yep. multiplication, dish, uh, division, division yeah. then that's the only math we need mm-hmm. in my perspective. Unless you're like an architect. But again, you got to look at what are you making a month? And then what do you what do you know for certain you're spending per month? Like, do you have a residual car insurance? Yeah. Do you have a residual gas? Do you have a residual uh, bill, your phone, rent, or mortgage? And then when you can add those numbers and know what's coming in, then you're like, okay, now I know what I'm at least working with because yeah. I can see it. Yes. And that's important to write, like, write it down. Like People are like, I don't have to write it down. I could just do it right here. Write it down so you can literally look at it. Wow. And then when I look at it, so for me, a goal of mine is to always travel. I have to, like, I love traveling. Like, what's you the point of working so hard and not being able to, yeah. like, explore and live life? That's, yeah. I love traveling. So I always make sure I know what my bills are. Yeah. I know what's coming in. And, and every month is a little different as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Right? 
Um, and, and with that, you know, I'm like, okay, I have to put this aside. I know I'm gonna save and invest this. Okay, cool. Do I have to go out with my friend um, Elaine on the weekend because she wants to go party or whatever? Or can I say, no, nah, I'm not gonna go do that, but next weekend I'm going to Boston. Mm. I feel like too many kids wanna have so much fun drinking and smoking and partying and all this stuff, which I get it, but you know, prioritize what's more important, important yeah. you know? So yeah. I, at, when I was in the military, saving the little about money I was making, the $400, and my bills were 129, I knew that I had a certain money to, to do whatever, whether I was gonna go buy clothes. Mm-hmm. See, most people would just go buy clothes yeah. or, or whatever, go out to eat. But I wanted to travel to Texas. I wanted to travel to Arizona. Yeah. So I knew how much money I was working with on a, on a two-week basis because I was getting paid every two weeks. Yeah. So just know where you stand. How much are you spending that you know for sure is an expense? How much are you making? Do the math and then s- see what's left. And based off what's left, start to divide it. This goes here. This goes here. This goes here. Yeah. This goes there. Yeah. We got to have fun, you know? Yeah. So you get your paycheck like what are areas that everyone should so when you divide this money what are some good areas that we should have in mind you know you know like when the money comes in what are areas that we should allocate our money to uh me personally yeah. uh, i want i have to mention this i am not a financial advisor yeah. right legally yeah. yep. um i'm not giving any advice but these are things that i personally do so, yeah. right um i invest in things that will give me a return on investment meaning if I'm putting ten dollars here, I at least want I at least want sixteen dollars back. back. Yeah. I want sixteen dollars or maybe two dollars. This to be really, really conservative, right? Twenty percent return. Yeah. I at least want a ten twenty percent return. So I'll invest in stocks like AT and T. Again, I'm not giving you any advice. Do not, you know, go do your own research. Um, AT and T stock yields about I want to say seven percent return on investment. Yeah. So every quarter they'll pay me that. So if I go buy a stock, I think it's like 28 bucks right now, 30 bucks right now. If I go buy a stock, I know that based on how much money I have invested, I'm going to make at least a 7% return on my money. So not only am I saving money there, which is building equity, mm-hmm. right? But my money is working for oh, me yeah. and, and making more money. And then every quarter it compounds. Mm. Every quarter it compounds. And so... To keep simple numbers here, yeah. let's say I have $100 invested into AT&T, I'll make a 7% return on investment, meaning now I have my $100 turned into 107 so, yeah. and then next quarter, it's not going to be $7 return, it'll be like a, let's just say an $8 return, yeah. because that 107 now mm-hmm. is now making 7% return. Yeah. So over time, it'll compound. So that money is always going to be working for me, paying me right back. Mm. So now my, if that's how I actually save my money, yeah, yeah. investing oh. in, in safe investments and risky investments. Now I know my money is always working for me. And the money that's the return on investment is higher than any bank will ever give us. Because yes. when we save in the bank, and I can give so much information, but Please. when we save in the bank, mm-hmm. um, we're only yielding 0.05%. That's nothing. We're talking pennies. There's so many better vehicles out there that um, could make your money work for you if that's your goal. Yeah. Wow. So, you, so you're not even a fan of... So then when, when you save, what do you save for? If, if, if you're basically more, more into investing, you know, but I know you still say you save, what do you save for? Yes. 
So I personally save for any emergencies that I'll have. Oh, okay. Any emergency. So I have an emergency fund. Mm-hmm. Um, the re- a portion of my savings goes into long-term safe investments. And yeah. these safe investments will never lose money, right? The stock market people like, are like, oh, it's too money. risky, yeah. way too risky. Like, I'm going to lose money. I know friends that lost money. Okay, do your research, understand that there's way to play. Why is Warren Buffett one of the greatest investors of all time and he invests in the markets? You know, if he could do it, I could do it, you know? Yeah, so yeah. so I put my money into emergency fund, a portion of it into safe investments that don't ever lose money. They only increase in value. Um, and the ta- there's tax benefits to it. Um, there are long-term investments. So for example, index universal life insurance. Yeah. That's something that I invest in. That's where I put a lot of my savings into. And that's something that will I'll reach into when I'm retired, or if I if I need to, I probably won't have to, um, or or something that I'll just be able to pass down to my family. I'll never spend it. Um, and then the other portion of my savings goes into the risky stock market, foreign currency markets, Bitcoin, crypto. So I split my savings in three in ways: two ways yeah. emergency, safe, and risky. Wow. So what is so we know emergency is like you know for whatever comes up, you know. From your daily life, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the emergencies. What's a safe investment? Uh, index universal life insurance policy is safe. A certificate of deposit yeah. is something you can go to the bank. Um, essentially, how it works is you put your money tied up into the bank mm-hmm. for like a year or yeah. so, depending yeah. on the contract. It could be 36 months. Yeah. And guaranteed, you'll make whatever percentage they're giving you. So the first one that I did, I was with Navy Federal. I invested... Um, a certain amount of money into a certificate of deposit for a year and over a year it yielded me three percent return which wasn't the best return on investment but it was better than what the bank would have given me if i would have just saved it in the savings account oh okay and then what's the risky investment Uh, is that that's the word right risky Mm -hmm. yeah um foreign currencies are are high yield so understand when you say risk you also want to equate that to reward. So the lower the risk, the lower the, the reward. reward yeah. The higher the risk, the higher, higher the, the reward. reward. Yeah. Straight up. So foreign currency investments, <laughs> risky. <laughs> but when you know and you study and you research what it is that you're doing, you're going to know how to maneuver your money so that way you're always in profit. Hmm. You know, I'm not here to tell you that every time you invest, you're going to make a ROI. Yes, I have lost money, but I have made more money than I have lost. Oh, wow. um, so that's why I say if when you can understand what's happening in the market, then yeah. you can understand how to play in the market. Gotcha. So cryptocurrency, a lot of people would say, OK, too risky. But when Bitcoin goes from literally three thousand dollars in 2017 to now 60k and yeah. in four years later just about like yeah that's risky but the reward the reward is nice i know it's I juicy know. it's like woo. <laughs> wow. yeah bitcoin is crazy man i think right now it's at 60 60 60 yeah a few weeks ago it was 20 something or so like yeah i was tweeting I, you have twitter i really don't use it a lot no. but, yeah. i just got on twitter um i hear it's a great way to go viral so we're I mean, just looking for yep you tap into <laughs> it yep. hey um and i was tweeting about it when bitcoin was at 11k yeah. in 2020 in like october yeah it was like like 11k and i'm like bitcoin's at 11k hop in then i i'll write write bitcoin's at 17k hop in bitcoin's at 28k bitcoin's at 45k bitcoin's at 52k bitcoin's at 60k months yeah, if you would have just invested that invested, 11k, yeah. you would have been. You're up s- s- like 600 percent. Wow. Are you kidding me? 
the and bank is not giving. The bank is not giving you that in, in, in months, you know. Yeah. In years. In years. Yeah. People don't know. Like for me, I never bought Bitcoin because I just have this fear of it. You get me right? I mean, not just Bitcoin, but I've invested in some. Like I've experienced, like you know. Um, I've had I've had an experience where I gave my money out to my brother because he wanted to invest in something. Your broker or brother? My brother. Okay. My blood brother. And I never got a return from it, you know. Mm. So basically, I just got anything that I wasn't using my hands to do or, you know, like, that's controlled by, like, an like, external force. I just felt like it's it's not something I wanted to go into, you know. So when Bitcoin started, I knew people that, my friends, you know, but I just never, like, you know, was moved by it. Yeah, it, it, you said something powerful. It's the fear. Yeah. You know, I feel like with, with the, I heard this recently. They said, um, when you have courage, you also have fear. And essentially, you're choosing one or the other. Yeah, well, are you choosing the fear or are you choosing the courage? courage. Yeah. And it is scary to invest, especially when your parents didn't do it or yeah. nobody told you that it was normal. Yeah. If it's not normal, then yeah, hell yeah, screw you. Like, yo, what are you talking about? Invest. Nobody in my family does that. Does that? So, yeah, why would I? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but there are also so many things that no one in your family, you know, do or, you know, you're doing it, so you might as well just. You gotta, you gotta get out of the whatever you want. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is that you desire, whatever you want, the answer is out there. And we were talking about it earlier. Asking, you as shall receive. Yeah, like yeah, if you yeah. ask, then eventually the answer will come to you. And then even just be proactive in doing proactive, your research. Yeah. If you're scared, or if anybody out there is scared of investing, go to YouTube. I mean, I'm not <laughs> saying like like take the trades that YouTubers are saying, but you can learn yeah, yeah. fundamental things From off YouTube. of YouTube University, straight up that can help you become at least a little bit more aware That's of true. what investing is and what it could do for you. And if you like it, obviously, yeah. then you'll just dive deeper. Dive, dive Start deeper. reading books. Yeah. Start studying Warren Buffett. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Study Warren Yo, Buffett. Yo, for real, he's a great investor. He's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great guy. So, um, speaking of investment, like, you know, what is too small? Is there anything too small or too big to invest or save? Both things, so invest and save. So, let's see. Um, you get a paycheck of how much? Two hundred dollars or so. You know, I just want to take it to the you know, the lowest possible rate. You know, is at with that money, is there anything too small? You be like, oh, nah, just pass that, or you be like, hey, still try to invest. Just something. try, just do it, just make the investment, even if it's one dollar. Yeah. Like you can now on Cash App, you can invest one dollar. Yeah, yeah, Cash. <laughs> and it'll invest it for you, and you'll see it there. You have your little account there. Boom. But even if it's just $1, there's even an app called Acorn. Acorn so yeah. are you familiar with Acorn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You buy, for the people watching, let's say you're at Starbucks buying a, um, a frappe or whatever, right? $4.25. <laughs> it'll round it up, Acorn, the app, it'll round it up to $5 and 75 cents will be invested. Okay. You will literally be shocked at what you could do with a penny. Like it doesn't seem like, oh, penny? Oh, penny like no, yeah. it's not going to give me a million dollars. How do you know? Wow, if you double funny. a penny every day, I believe in 30 days, it's over a million dollars. Wow. Yeah, so it, just people, I, I hear so many It just people. rang in my head right now what you said about Acorn, and, and, and that's true. Yeah, there's too many people I, I communicate with that are like, oh, I don't, I don't make enough to invest. Yeah. I don't have enough money. Do you have $1? Because mm. if you do, then you could do 
as a, on a consistent basis. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be a huge, large Jesus. amount, but on a consistent basis, you're going to see the wonders that it'll do for you. And it's, again, better than the bank or better than not having it. Better not having it. Yeah. Is there anything like too much investment? Can you can you invest too much? Like, you know, is there like a yes. limit that it's too much for you? Or You can invest too much. And, and I'll break it down like this. Yeah. Um, let's say you have a $10,000 account. Yeah. Right? And you go and invest $10,000 or $9,000 or mm-hmm. 70% of that, right? At, 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 a mac, at a minimum, let's say $7,000 out of that 10K into an investment. You're over leveraging your money. So if that investment were to flop, mm-hmm. you're risking the majority of oh, the yeah. money. Yeah. So that's why I, I allocate. That's why I put certain percentage in safe, certain in, in, in emergency, certain in risk. And then with the risky, mm-hmm. right, there is, you don't want to put 100% all your eggs in one basket, 100% of your money in one investment, because mm-hmm. it could flop. Yeah. But if you have five investments yes. and you split that money up, and this one's doing great, this one's doing good, this one's doing terrible, this one's doing decent, and this one's not doing anything, <laughs> you're now like averaging out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some of them are doing great, some of some them are of them not. not yeah. But overall, you, you you'll you'll see the math. You'll be like, okay, cool. Like it's good that I didn't put all my money in this because yeah, yeah. this one's trash and this one's incredible. I wish I put more money, money in here. Yeah, yeah. But investors are always saying, I wish I put more money here. I wish I wish I put more money in Bitcoin. Straight not, up. Yeah. But I, I I made it a solid investment move with what I had. Yes. Wow. So literally, and and you said something like. So powerful. Cash app can literally invest a dollar for you. You want to hear something? My first investment ever was $10. Really? On, on, yeah, on, on cash app. And a friend of mine was like, you should invest. I was like, okay. Okay, let me just put $10 in and see how it, go, it goes. And I put it in and I just forgot about it. Okay. Yeah, for like months. And I went back and how much did I turn into? Like, I think $10. But it gave me an interest that I was like, from $10? Yes. Okay, what was it? Do you remember? I think it, it it gave me um around like two dollars or something extra on that, and I invested in Tesla. Nice. Yeah. So that was like sometimes last year. Or so I just bought it like randomly, you know, and just left it there. So when I, when I came back and I saw an interest, I was like, oh wow! <laughs> From ten dollars, I get this. Yes. So what if I had invested hundred dollars? Mm-hmm. I would have got it. Oh, okay, the next one I'm gonna increase it. So basically, like that's that was what, like the fact that I saw that little interest in 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 um just a, I mean not even if it was it took a while, but just seeing your money ten dollars like literally exactly. was it even it I think it might have even been less than ten dollars or something that I invested. But when I saw that, I was like, oh wow! So this is how this thing works. Exactly. So yeah, and then and, and then I started investing, but and now boils down to the next question like um oh shit it just slipped my mind I, I think i like it's like what's the maximum amount should someone like do you think there's a you know cr- like you know people should invest their maximum or you should always like stay in the middle or, or split it out like so if you have for let's say a thousand dollars and you want to invest do you think it's advisable to put all that money to one company or just like you know spread it out spread it out a little bit um i Everybody has different goals. Yeah. Me personally, um, and I can't advise on this, but me personally, um, I invest three percent of my account. Okay. So if I have a thousand dollar account, I'm gonna yeah. invest thirty bucks into mm. something. 
and it doesn't seem like a lot but 30 bucks can do a lot because now we're talking about how can we compound that yes how can we turn 30 to 45 45, 45 to to 60 so on and so forth wow you i know? like i like something you said compound compound yeah. interest you've read that book absolutely the yeah, compound, compound effect. effect yeah compound effect it's just amazing how little things make a huge difference yes and, and we can we can literally tie that to our goals like i feel like finances is similar to fitness, fitness yeah. and it's similar to um whatever like if you want to start a business or, or go to school like whatever goal any goal you any set goal, yeah. i feel like most people they don't continue because at first they go intense Intense. they're like i'm going so hard i'm going so hard but they can't <laughs> but they can't sustain that intensity so yeah, they burn out so you burn out that's that's me Oh, really? Yeah, that's my financial decisions. Like, you oh, know, man. I wake up and I say, oh, because I'm behind on, you know, when you hear what your friends have saved and you're like, oh, I'm behind. Okay, let's, let's try to, um, you know, double, double up it, right? and, yeah, double it and try to make it. And then at the end, you just come back to nothing, nothing again. Yeah, it's square, square so one. So square one. You're like building on a house of cards. It's like, shoosh, I can't gold this hard for so long. I can't sustain, sustain this growth. This, I took yeah. a huge leap that I couldn't you know, even withstand, so I have to take a step back. And yeah. it's like, long-term consistency always beats short-term, short-term intensity, intensity yeah. straight up. And yeah. just like at the gym, right? Yeah. A lot of your audience says fitness, fitness into yeah, that. Yeah. When you go to the gym, do you walk into the gym and expect a six-pack? No. Especially if you didn't walk in with it's one. Really <laughs> yeah, heck, it's gonna take some time. Like, how much time? How much? Like, like, for someone like me, right? Like, pretty fit. Yeah. What do you say? Like thirty days? I'll start, start to see. I always love people. I give people give yourself more than that because you might make mistakes in between. Mm-hmm. It's not like let's. Well, we're humans. There's gonna be room for error, so let's. Right. There's gonna be error somewhere. There's gonna, gonna be days. Cream. Yes. <laughs> so let's put those in there to and be more realistic and set those goals. That's fitness. But that's what I always say. Like if you have summer is like three months from now, start working five months before then gives you enough room to make mistakes give you enough and still correct yourself because let's be honest you will still make mistake mm-hmm. so if you don't put that in consideration and you have three months and you start doing it and and you make those mistakes still because we're humans and some days we we go off track mm-hmm. you know it, it takes away from those three months maybe two weeks or something so how about you give yourself those two weeks so the three months is still there right and yeah exactly so similar similar yeah it is similar yeah because we're going to make mistakes in between. So we just have to work with our minds. I am learning from this. I love that. Yeah, yes. like it's interesting. Um, but so you, you, you talked about traveling. And what is your... So there's this book I read. It's called I Will Teach You To Be Rich. I, I don't know if you... I Will you, Teach You be, To Be to Rich. To Be Rich, yeah. I, I would love By to Seth Gohi, Indian guy. Very, very big on finance. And he said, he says everyone has their has their um, priority budget, like things that you love. Mm-hmm. And for example, I'll give myself another example. I love shoes. You get it, right? But I don't like traveling. Okay. What, what so, shoes you like, by the way? I, I like all kinds of shoes. Like, I like expensive shoes. I like great shoes. You I walk like, around with the red bottoms? Uh, yep, I would <laughs> walk around with red bottoms, but I, you would never see me go outside to eat or, you know, go to a restaurant and eat. Mm-hmm. So it's like, because you... You just have to look for that thing you like and go in on those and save on those things you don't like. Mm. So you wouldn't see me travel for traveling's sake. Okay. And you know how much to travel? 
So let's say it's like $500 to travel you get, right? And I want to show off maybe hundred or something dollars. I would not travel, but I will use that traveling and put it into getting something that right. I like. So, and also eating outside. I don't like eating outside, but I know friends that love to eat outside almost every day. And it's like, so when you're eating outside, I'm saving the money to buy it. Something that I, that I love, you know? Right. Yeah. It's a very, very funny concept, but that's kind of like how... And with that, it kind of, it, it helped me. So now I'm back to this question that, you know, when you travel, like how long do you take to save before you travel or, you know, make huge payments? Because some people just want to buy something today without even saving up for it, you mm-hmm. know? Do you advise that people should just swipe and buy huge or, you know, save gradually? Definitely save gradually, always. Like if you have a goal, understand yeah. the goal, mm-hmm. see where you stand financially. It just yeah. really goes back to those simple things. And then you can make your moves accordingly. It's like you're playing Monopoly, you know what, what, what you're working with, you know what tools you have, and now you can understand how to play the game if you can understand those simple things. Obviously, there's deeper to the extent, but um, for me, like, man, I feel like, because I've built this muscle, yeah. this financial muscle, muscle yeah. um, I don't have I don't have to be like I have to wait to travel. Like travel, yeah. I'm going to New York. Like after this podcast, yeah. I'm gonna go pick up uh, this design from my friend Eliani. Shout out to her. She's she's um, custom making this dress for me. I'm gonna go pick that up, and then I'm going to New York. Oh wow! So it's like I've practiced and built this muscle of allocating my funds mm. knowing how much i'm spending per month knowing how much is coming in per month yeah. and then i'm like okay cool i have i don't even need 500 dollars to come to boston awesome. i didn't spend that much i think it's maybe like less than 200 bucks to come here yeah. for the weekend and i had an incredible time awesome. with my family and you, you saw yeah, on yeah, insta yeah, we ate some awesome food, food like yeah. and that's what matters so it's like i feel like people have this conception of like if we're talking specifically yeah, about travel, travel that it's thousands of dollars i need to spend before i can go what are you talking about? <laughs> just know, like, you just need, this is how much you would need roughly. You have yeah. that in your checking. Perfect. You know, I'm not tapping into my savings in order to travel. Yeah. I just have a certain excess of money in the, in the checking that allows me to be like, all right, cool, I'm going here. Yeah. April, we're going to Costa Rica. We're going to Miami in July. Like, we're going to Mexico again. Yeah. Like, you know? Wow. But if, like, you like kicks. You like sneakers. So, of course, like, when you have... When you have um, when you're getting paid, if yeah. you can split your money up, then you know, okay, boom, I have let's say five hundred dollars left. All right, I'm gonna take two hundred and buy kicks. Yep, and then and then you might not spend the three hundred because you're disciplined yeah. and because you eat in and you live a maybe more minimal lifestyle. I live a minimalistic lifestyle, like like literally like I think I overextend myself with how much I save too, but. I do a great job of managing and moving my funds so that way, even if I'm, let's say, saving 70, 70%, which is where I'm at now, I'm saving 70% of what's coming in now. Wow. So I'm like highly, that's what I'm saying, I'm overextending, but I'm so disciplined in it because I'm 22, I'm so young, and there's, what are, what, what are my bills? Like, I have a little bit of bills, you know? So... You're still good, you know, regardless of the fact yeah. that you save seventy percent. Relative to what I'm making, yeah, yeah. I'm still I'm I'm in a great position. I'm blessed to yeah. be in a great position, but I'm in I'm not it's not like I'm different than anybody, anybody else. else yeah. I just learned these financial tools early, mm-hmm. which might seem boring to people, but if we're out there and, and we're eighteen and, and older or whatever and you have to go now fend for yourself and like learn how to fish and like learn how to get get your first department, right? Or learn how to pay for college or learn how to 
um, buy that car that you want or that phone or whatever you want. Like, if you can understand the finance game, you can have all those things. Mm. Like, take a moment to learn that. And like we were talking earlier, like, you don't have to be in business to learn finance. You don't have, like, I, I literally rec- like would, would say, like, yo, like, if you're working, wherever you're working, you'd be working at Starbucks. You could be uh, working at Moxie Hotel or wherever. Like, learn how to move your money like a business. Like, mm. learn, like, how to finance yourself. So that way you're in a great position because at that point, you'll have options. And it's the options that matter. The money don't matter. It's the options, you know? Straight up. Like, Straight up. That's, that's deep. Yeah. Give yourself options. Learn those things and give yourself options. Like, and it's the, just that dollar. Invest a dollar. <laughs> start there. Start, start today. Invest a dollar. Like, if you're listening, just... Yeah. What's a good app? A good platform to invest? Um, that Weeble, Weeble, um, I have a, a, a code. You can, any of your friends, if they have Weeble, they can send you a referral code. You'll both get free stocks. Oh. Robinhood, super great app, um, which is like commission-free investing. It's really, really convenient. Acorn, great app. Um, TD Ameritrade, if you want to take it to that next level. Yeah. Incredible, incredible sources. I, I don't, I feel like, uh, this is kind of weird, but, because um, I'm, I'm being mindful of legality, right? Yeah. Like legal stuff, but. I, I, when I started investing um, and learning from Robert, I was like, all right, I'm going to go to a broker and then like go to this fancy broker who's going to, I'm going to be like, here, here's my money. Can you yeah. go invest it? He's going to put it in a mutual fund. Mutual fund yeah. He's going to take a certain cut from it fee. You don't got to do that, yeah, guys. Like yeah. the taxes on that is insane. <laughs> the fees on that is insane. But if you can learn those simple things, Robinhood, yeah. perfect app. Um, it's super user friendly. You can start literally right there. Especially if you're if you're talking about stocks and, and dividends, you know, passive income. So at what stage did you like, you know, realize all this and um, start working on your financial muscles, you know? 2016. I was um, 18 years young and I just wanted it. Like, I, I was tired of seeing my mom work hard, bro. Like, just, you know, I wanted to change that. I, I remember growing up, we couldn't go on certain vacations yeah. because we couldn't afford it or that they didn't have the time off work. And I heard too many people say that. And like, when I became 18, I heard friends say like, oh, we wanna go to Miami or we wanna go on vacation, but I can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Or I don't have the time off of work or I have to ask my job. That fueled me up, like it fueled me up. Like I had a fire, I still have a fire inside when people mm. say that, I'm like, oh. Like, so I had, I just was so passionate about learning so I could just yeah. get ahead and have options for my family. Like. And have options for myself. Wow. You know, like I get fired up about it. Like I'm yeah, passionate. Yeah, I'm yeah, passionate yeah. I can tell them right now. Like, I thought I was passionate till I saw you. <laughs> and just how fired up you already. Just Yo, because this thing changed my life. Like that book. Like people say that. They're like, oh, books changed my life. But books changed my life. Yes. Like, yes, yes, yes. I haven't worked a job in three years. In three years. I'm 22. I retired. <laughs> I'm about to be 23. I retired at 20. <laughs> That's impressive. It's, it's a blessing. I don't say that to brag. I just yeah. say it, I applied simple, simple things, things, stayed disciplined, withstand the course of time, mm. and just knew that, okay, I'm not going to be super intense. I'm just going to be consistent. consistent. And that's probably the most consistent thing I'm, I'm, uh, I am, like, I'm in. I'm consistent the most in, in. like, finances, uh, like, in just learning that. Because at the end of the day, yeah. That leaves a huge stress off, off me. You. Like yeah. I don't have no, sh- yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. 
and that feels great. How many families are ruined because of finances? finances how many yeah. people commit suicide? Yeah, like, how many people are just stressed? stressed? How many people stay at home and do drugs? How many people, like, because they're just not in a financial position? Yeah. So I feel like this, for me, was a solution to a lot of different issues. Mm. And that was just the bottom line. It just cleared up so many things, so I'm not worried or stressed. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. So what was the first step? you? So you, at 18, you know, you just didn't like things what are some of those things you had to take out of your life to put you in a you know what are like some you know things you had to take out from your life to put you in a good financial place that you are right now um like sacrifices that yeah, i made yeah um saying no to my friends on the weekends um not going out to eat as much, as much i yeah. love food y'all like not going out to eat as as much when i was in school remember i said at seven i wanted these fly kicks yeah i became a sneakerhead. Oh, like wow. i had like in high school I, I had so many kicks that I wore a different shoe every single day yeah. for six months. And, yeah, and then people were like, yo, how do you even have those shoes? Like, like I was a sneakerhead. Um, so I sacrificed that. Yeah. I literally just minimalized the things that I didn't necessarily need, that yeah. didn't actually fuel me. These kicks made me cool, cool but it attracted so many fake friends. Fake friends. So I was like, all right, mm, eh, I could get rid of that. I could sacrifice that. So I stopped buying kicks every week. Um I stopped shopping for clothes because I love fashion. I stopped yeah. shopping for clothes every week. I literally started in high school just rotating the same kicks in rotation and started selling the kicks that I that were dead stock. Dead, they were new. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Some of them I didn't wear. Some of them I wore once or donating them. I donated a lot of kicks, a lot of kicks. Good tax write-off, by the way. Just, you know, a little tip right there. Um, and so sacrificing the eating out going out with friends mm -hmm. um minimalizing the material things that i was buying that was that was that was it that was what other responsibilities that i have like i just wanted nice stuff and i stopped you know buying those things so i could save a little extra nice. yeah wow. and ultimately to travel more <laughs> but, but to travel more that's like your yeah. biggest goal I substituted i was like mm -mm. okay mm -hmm. okay yeah i mean you you learn from traveling too, you know. So it's but shoes or kicks, you literally just look cool for no reason, you know. Without, but it's fresh though. It's you fresh know it's though. Fresh. I know, I know, I know. It's fresh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as I love shoes, it's not like I have million pairs of shoes, you know. But I'm like, it's still, it's still like, okay, I have to save. But if I decide to please myself or reward myself, a kick is what I would get rather than mm -hmm. travel. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and with time, I'm hopefully looking forward to traveling too. But you know, for now, it's just. Traveling don't really mean that much to me. I mean, I respect and love it, but, you know, just... For sure. Yeah. I, I have a nugget for for those. You probably have another question. Oh, no, no, go on. Um, so, the, blah, 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 blah. I feel like it lost me just now. But it's um essentially, like, there's... We we have we work hard, right? And there's yeah. things that we want to do, like, there's shoes that we want to buy or travel experiences that we want to have. Yeah. I feel like we can do these things, and if you feel like, no, I can't, then again, just look at your balance sheet, your P&L statement, your profit and loss statement. Just look at, like, your people don't even talk about this, all right? So this might be a little out there, but just break it down. Again, to keep it simple, how much do I make? How much do I spend? And if you feel like you're at a break-even point where you're like, shoot, like, Genesis, I wish I could, lucky, I wish I could travel more. Like, I want yeah. to, but I'm making uh, $2,000 a month. I'm spending yeah. $2,000 yeah. a month. Yeah. I'm pretty disciplined. I'm not in any debt, but, like, how do I get to that point where i can travel like what do you recommend okay look at your look at what you're spending mm -hmm. like what your expenses are and maybe it might be something like car insurance where you have to pay it per month find out if there is a way matter of fact there is a way find out how you can lower the premium 
how you can lower the insurance. What do you have to do? Do I have to take a driver's education course so I can lower my my car insurance? Find out ways to lower your expenses. Mm. That's one of the tips that I have. Or simply find a way to make more income. Lower expenses or make more income? Yep. Yeah. Or both. both. Yeah, do both. (laughs) Yeah, that's like the wisest one. But if you're a lazy type, you know, just lower your expenses. But if you're the type who love to live larger, you know, okay, raise your income. Raise your income. But if you're the type that, you know, want to be minimal, do both. (laughs) Do (laughs) both. (laughs) Yeah, I literally did both and it it helps. It helps. Wow. Mm -hmm. So how did you build your financial muscle? Reading Mm. and applying. Oh, wow. Right? So it's, it's like working out, too. Yeah. It's... You know, you don't learn how to do a push-up by literally reading. You can read and be like, okay, I have an idea. Yeah. Now you only have an idea, but you learn how to do a push-up by... by applying it. By doing a push-up. Yeah. You know, and eventually you get better. So same. Like, I started to read to become aware of the no- the information. Yeah. And then I started to apply it to actually have knowledge. And then over time, a lot of mistakes. So many, so many mistakes. So many but mistakes. And I still make yeah. mistakes th- yeah. to this day. Today, yeah. But um, just staying consistent on the path, you know. Learn like when I first started learning, mm-hmm. um, assets, liabilities, breaking down my income statement, and I'll just I'm re- being repetitive with it because it's so important, um, and it's that it's like so simple as well, um, and then from there buying the stocks, mm-hmm. um, learning about stocks, learning about the mutual funds, learning about the certificate of deposits, the safer investments, yeah. learning about IRA, four hundred one k things like that. Um, it evolved to cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, right? Um, it evolved to stock options eventually. And this is just all activity, like literally action that I did in the field. Yeah. I got in the field. Um, learning about stock options, how I can make h- higher risk but higher reward. And then learning about foreign currency markets, binary options and foreign c- currency markets, learning about real estate. So there's 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 a lot to learn, lot, but yeah. to keep it simple, I yeah. started with stocks. And then because I saw, because I got excited about that 10 that turned to 12, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, shoot, like, I got to do this again yeah, with again, a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, all right, boom. Wow. I like my money working for me. Yeah. I was like, oh, shoot, I see how that this can make me financially free. Yes. You know? Wow. Powerful. So what um, some of those books that you read that, you know, because you said reading was one of the ways, you know, what are some of the books that you read to help build your financial muscle? Rich Dad, Poor Dad, oh, Dad no. Robert Kiyosaki. That's a hundred percent a go to. Um, Think and Grow Rich yep, by Napoleon, Napoleon Hill. Hill. I said yep. that one. Um, there's uh, the Compound Effect that helped me with my financial muscle. Yeah. Um, the Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham. I think I've come across that. Book. That one is is a, is a high level read, but that one was good. The Lifestyle Investor um, by Justin Dunn, I believe. Um, super super great read. Um, you said the richest man in Babylon. I didn't read that, but I heard that that's a great one. Um, there's the four hour work week. Yeah, like that, that yeah. one's incredible. I stuff in that book too. Um, Cash Flow Quadrant, Robert Kiyosaki again. Like that book is so fire. That book, um, the twenty one, uh, the twenty, the business of the twenty one twenty first century by Robert Kiyosaki. There's so many Robert Kiyosaki books references that, and yeah. books like that. I'll be like, boom, just go back to him because he's a fi- he's a billionaire. He's a financial guru. Like this guy does is doing what he's doing. Um, I read a lot of books, but I feel like most of the books that I've read are more fi- uh, personal development. Yeah, like more of like mindset, mindset more of like yeah, characteristics, yeah, personality, yeah. like like that. But I I really believe like if you just read 
rich dad, poor dad, like that'll give you a huge grasp. I'm like, oh, I see what she's talking about. Like, I see. Okay, cool. Now let me apply. And then from there, you'll find other books. Other books, yeah. Mm-hmm. Patrick Bed David. I love Patrick Bed David. Like next, five, <laughs> next five moves. Next yep. five moves. Whew. Patrick Bed David is insane. I literally, I was, I've, I've listened to all his episodes on podcasts, YouTube, and. He's so great. He's so fired up. Oh, so fired up. His, his energy is next. Yes. Love Patrick. Yes, he he taught me so much. Like just listening to Valuetainment. So, yeah, Valuetainment on YouTube. You you guys should check it out. Like tap in. And he brings in so many great people and just put out this knowledge for free on online. Gems for free. Gems for free. Like that's why it's out there. Jesus. It's out there. It's a cool story. Fun fact. Um, I actually went to, um, I was involved in with Patrick's Bed David's business partner in business. Um, so they're partnered in, in PHP agency. It's an insurance company. Oh, okay. And um, we had an event in the Mirage in Las Vegas oh. in 2019, I believe. And Kobe Bryant was there. It was before he passed. Passed, yeah. And I oh. got to see Kobe speak live. Wow. Yeah. Was it the part of the Kobe interview he had with... That's one of my best interviews. You, you were I there. Was there. I was there. I, I, I watched that interview. Like, I've seen that interview, like three times it's like my go-to interview when i want to get motivated and, and stuff like that you know oof. it's 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 a you the mumba yo, the like ma- he's, kobe's next kobe's uh yo his mindset yeah, mindset like, is is <laughs> even pet was shocked i mean pet has an incredible mindset but hearing kobe talk about he's a he's like you are sick man yeah like, he's a uh, savage like this guy savage. is a monster he's a he's like a monster for real for real monster for real for real rest man. in paradise rest in, yeah rest in paradise kobe <sighs> but yeah i was there <sighs> It was lit. It was lit. It's funny we all kind of like like the same or you know being <laughs> same things. Like I love Pet David. Like yeah, mm, I had. So let's talk about debt. Okay, oh. a little bit about debt. You know, people that are in debt and they still want to save. How do you think it's better to save first or pay off your debt or do both? Do both, but pay yourself first. Pay yourself and, first. Yes, and it's. Like, people are like, what are you talking about? I have these bills. But Robert talks about it. He's like, you know, when you can pay yourself first, mm-hmm. okay, boom, you're building the discipline. You know you have an emergency fund or some yeah, savings. Yeah. And then when you focus on your, you're going to pay. You're going to find, you're literally going to find a way to pay off this debt. Yeah, and if you yeah. if if you feel like you're struggling, just go back to the drawing board and understand where you stand financially. But I would say do both. Like oh, yeah. it's important debt, to pay your debt because yeah. of the interest rate. And in terms of debt, right? If we let's just talk about that for a second. Um, look at look at what your debts are. Like take a look at what your debts are, and are there interest? Is there interest in included in the debt? Mm-hmm. And if there is, I personally, if this was me in that position, what I personally would do, right? I'm not advising you to do anything <laughs> that uh, that I'm saying, but do your research. Um, what I would personally do is focus on the the debt that has the highest, highest interest. interest yeah. yeah. Did you read um, Dave Ramsey's? Have you? you read Love Dave Ramsey. You've read his book. Mm-mm. Oh god, yeah, Dave Ramsey's a great guy. But too, yeah, yeah, he he offers a lot of great yeah, financial. A lot of great financial. I used to listen to his his podcast, his money show. Yeah, yeah, people talk about yeah. So, look at the one with the highest interest, and then focus on that one. Focus on that one. Yeah, focus on that one, and don't go like so. I have a um, I won't, I'm not gonna name any names, but here's an example. Um, friend wants to pay off car, just got tax return and yeah. stimulus check coming in. Oh. And then they want to apply the tax return and stimulus check to the debt. Why? 
Like, I, I understand, right, that extra is going to help you. Boost, yeah. But it's important to, like, not put all your eggs in that basket. Because once you pay off that debt, now you're broke. Broke, yeah. You're going to go into more debt. Probably borrow something to... Yeah, to, you might have to. Yeah. Now you're broke. So, allocate. allocate Always, whenever yeah. money's coming in, split it up. Split it up. And in and, and another, like, a higher level of finance... Have an open multiple bank accounts. Most people have one bank account. Mm-hmm. I don't blame them. I get that. I have three bank accounts. You do plus plus the investments, plus the brokerages, plus the you know all that. So have multiple bank accounts because it's kind of like you're putting your money in a safe. That like let's say you open an account mm-hmm. just strictly for saving for emergencies or whatever, just for like the long term, for a rainy day, for like a marriage or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. a big purchase. If you put that money in that account, it's not in your main account where you're like, oh, I'm gonna just. Here. Yeah, easily use it. Yeah, yeah you can yeah, easily yeah, find that. Yeah. In the other accounts, you're not easily going to reach it. Probably trash the card or something. Yeah, trash the card. <laughs> don't even get a card. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah, just look for it to put money inside and don't touch it. Straight yeah. up. I recommend, um, or don't recommend, but I personally use, um, the, the bank accounts, they don't give high interest rates at all. So mm-hmm. that's, saving is, is not the best option best for option me. For you, yeah. But if I were, if as I have an account for that, I use American Express Savings because they give me the highest yield. Mm. like of the um the year, yearly interest mm. so by saving money the bank pays you yeah oh, a little okay. bit yeah that's cool and then also um you you said something about having several bank accounts so you think that is because yeah. i actually was gonna get like i have i have just one bank account okay and uh and it's funny because we we think of uh, oh the maintenance fee so we think about the the like three dollars decisions and we worry about that but we don't think about the thirty thousand like the three thousand dollars decision like literally if we save in those accounts because we we're trying to say okay they're gonna charge us maintenance fee because that's the mindset i had and now we it's starting to make sense right it's like oh they're gonna charge you maintenance fee but then it's like yeah they will charge you or something you know i mean go to a bank that wouldn't charge you a lot of maintenance right. fee exactly. but this will still help you save which is the most important because if you say okay because of they're gonna charge me that i'm not gonna save it in that account what happens to the money you still eat the money right mm-hmm. did you save mm-hmm. no oh no yeah no i'm just like asking myself question you know like okay, to, okay. talking to myself but if you at least they charge you three dollars or something but you're still saving you're still winning does that make sense absolutely but like because of oh they're gonna charge us interest and all that we don't because oh you have multiple banks with multiple interest and all that do you want to so we hold back and, and and at the end i mean some say some don't you know so yeah see, just, there's uh, so many options for bank accounts that won't charge you any fee yeah to, to save to save yeah you know i started using the capital one th- um capital 360. capital yeah capital, capital one is a great bank. yeah that's it's you know what's even more powerful. Uh-oh. Um, so obviously saving is great, right? Most people don't save. Most people don't have a thousand dollars in savings. Yeah. The majority of people don't. Um, but when you take those levels, right? When you first find out where you stand financially, and then you start to like break your money down and start to save, investing is I believe is the most powerful the most because that'll yeah. your money is working for you. Each yeah. dollar that you invest yeah. is like an employee that's making you more money. Yeah. yeah, and that's where you take your financial fitness to a whole oh, new no, level no, no, when you no, start no. to invest. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna go into that, but okay. So you said pay yourself first, right? Yes. How much do you pay? Okay, so we we already agreed ten to twenty or something. Right. But that money that you pay yourself, what do you do with it? 
Is that what you invest or that's just right there or you how do you so the money you pay yourself, what do you do with the money you pay yourself? Me personally? Or in general, or yeah, let's use that as an example. So me for this example, um I'll take I'll take sixty percent of that and mm -hmm. put it into high risk investments. Okay. I'll take ten percent of that and put it into an emergency fund. Yeah. And then I'll take thirty percent and put it into safe investments. Okay. So, so that's the, what I do. So the money you pay yourself, you still split it out and yep. You don't just pay yourself and keep it right there. Nope. Okay. Because when you keep it there, it's like dead money. Dead money. And I say it like it's dead money because it's not working for you. It's not. It's a matter of fact, it's losing value, mm. and it's losing value because you're getting taxed yeah. highly. Like taxes is in in ten years from now, you guys think it's gonna go up or down? What do you think? You think taxes going up or down in up. ten years? Up. It's yeah. going up, yeah. right? So if you're saving money for ten years later, all right, now taxes are even higher. Uh, yeah. And then what about inflation? Yeah. Like gas prices are rising, um, cost of living is increasing. Is increasing, yeah. Yeah. Period. So like it's just things are when you're ex when the expenses of the world and the taxations of the world, which is the biggest expense, yeah. is increasing. The more money you save the less value your money has. So That's the true. same $50,000 that was used in like 1920s, yeah. today that's you would it's like equivalent to having a million dollars. That 50k in 1920s is like equivalent to like a million dollars if not more now. Oh, yeah. You would need a million dollars for what you could have bought for 50k, 50K. in 1920s. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just to think about that, like, I just what makes a lot of sense. <laughs> My dad used to talk about bu buying gum that was like ten cents to a penny, and now we buy packs of gum for like two, three dollars. Yeah, like sheesh, Uncle Sam taking my money. <laughs> Yo, that's the Federal Reserve, IRS, all that. This is beautiful. Like, um, I had this question that I was gonna ask you. Was there anything you also wanna like, you know, try in there? Because. I feel like Slowly. I feel like finances is um there it's most people will be like oh this is too complex but I I hope that I was able to just keep it really really simple for people. That's what I wanted to that simple cuz I've had people talk about finance and how to invest but like they always they spoke on this higher level, you know. Oh, I, I invested. How much you invest? Ten thousand. I don't have ten thousand. Fuck out. You know, you like I, I can't relate with you. You know, yeah. you're not speaking my language. You know, I need someone that is on my level and started investing. And and and, and it, it was beautiful how you know you literally said a dollar you can invest a dollar. You know, and mm -hmm. yeah. So my challenge for anyone is to actually try it and give Just it some it. time. Give it some time, it and some that's time. that is. Thank you for saying that. That that is definitely what I want to extend like more more knowledge on. Yeah. It's like just the time, like put the time in. Like just like the gym. Yep. You're not gonna make the abs in one day. Mm -mm, mm -mm. You might take three months and you might mess up in between. Yes. And it might take a year to actually have a solid, solid, solid body, and then maybe five years Sorry, to be yes, at that elite level. Yes. Same thing with money. Same thing with money. Same thing with money. Ooh. Same thing with your goals. Same thing with Same my fashion, fashion brand. brand. Same yeah. thing with, yeah. with all of it. And also, yeah, this is our brand, okay? The World Family. Hey, appreciate Big that. Big shout out to us. Yes. I'm, I'm going to have on um, the main podcast and we'll talk about the brand, you know? So stay tuned, guys, for real. Appreciate that. Yeah. This yeah. is great. This hey. is so great. I, and you have such a great vibe, too. Like, everybody that's tuning in, they're tuning in for the right reasons. Facts. They're tuning in for you, my friend. Not for me. They're tuning in for you. <laughs> for you. <laughs> For you, for you. Let's get it. Yeah. Um. You think anything else that we wanna put out there? Um. For 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 me, I'll just share. Like, we living in this this world 
a lot of interesting things are happening right yeah. now. There's so many people that are fearful. I yeah. understand. Definitely have a lot of empathy. Anybody that's struggling, you know, all love, all, all yeah. gratitude. Yeah. Um, but we're also living in the greatest opportunity of all time right now. That's While most true. people are fearful, there's a certain percentage that are courageous. Mm -hmm. And those courageous people will hear stories about them in five years, in 10 years, in 20 years. They mm -hmm. might even be written in history books. Legends are being created right now. So don't be afraid to go out there and be legendary. Even if you're just starting with one simple one thing, simple it's thing. literally that one simple thing that'll be the building block to everything. And I'll, sit, I'll share this. Rome, right? It wasn't built in a day, it, yeah. but every day it was built. Wow. You know, so let's be courageous, let's friends. Be, let's yep, get it. Yep. Let's all come together and make things happen. You know, let's like, do it. I was, I was on your page um, a few days ago and just seeing what you did just got me hyped. Like, I'm like, I, I hey. want to do more stuff, you know, like, for real, for real. You know, at, at a young age, what you've achieved. And, I mean, I know you have more goals and things, to, but, you know, with what you have right now, a brand, you you're retired, like you said, at 20. It's it's beautiful just hearing that, you know, and just it's more relatable with, with uh, you know, people out there, you know, listening, like, you know, we don't see this Instagram live. No, we see you and we relate with you. So it's like, okay, if you can do it, I can do it too, you know. Exactly. I just I just have to get started and just get started. Just get started. Stop sitting on the couch thinking about, thinking it. about it. Apply the thought. Yeah. Make in just one little thing. And I feel like with me. Uh, I wanted everything to be so perfect. Yeah, oh wow. You know, like I was like, dang, I, like I want to start this fashion brand. Yeah. I had this idea for years, yeah, like yeah, in high yeah, school, yeah. and I didn't do anything with it. And it wasn't until I got rid of like that limiting belief, like, oh, it has to be perfect, that I started. Yeah. And in the journey, we made so many mistakes in the fa in, 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 in our brand wealth, but those mistakes really helped us. Helped us yeah. Like it literally helped us say, okay, now, okay, boom, we can make this better. Boom, we can like so if you wait for it to be perfect, perfect you'll never yeah. execute so That's just true. just execute and, wherever you are right and now just fail 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 but get up more times than you fail yeah yeah and and it's hey. it, so many of the greats say it yep that's success fun. leaves so, clues that's my line that's my line that's like that's literally why i read book i i actually actually got that from tony robbins you know success leaves clues and that's why yeah i i read because i'm like Success people definitely leave. Poverty, we already know what, what being broke feels like. Cause that's where yes. we came from, mm -hmm. you know. But like, okay, let's... So yeah, that's a good one. Success leave clues. Straight up. Let's get it. Oh boy. One more question. Yes, sir. Did you just came Because you spoke about mistakes. So what are some financial mistakes that you've made? You know, when you started this journey, you know? Some financial definitely. mistakes. Definitely. Um, well, one of them. Oh my gosh, I remember. Okay, so I invested a couple grand in Tesla stock a couple years ago. And at the time I had my real estate license, so I worked, this was like the last job I had. I worked part-time at Home Depot yeah. because it was a great place to network and to find people that were buying and selling homes or building them. So I was like, let me work here. Oh. And I remember being in Home Depot. Home Depot, yeah. And I'm like, in the news, it's like, uh, the, the market is crashing. Like the news, the market's crashing. The mar We're going into a recession. All these things, and I'm like, dang, like, I don't want to lose, so I'm gonna sell. I sold my Tesla stock. Oh. I had a, a it was a pro, it was for profit. I sold for profit, but yo, if I didn't sell those those stocks, I'd be up over forty bands. Are you serious? Yeah. So I still profited, but I just made a mistake of selling, selling way too, too early. Too early, yeah. <gasps> but 
I just laugh now and I'm grateful because now I'm learning. learning Not yeah. to let like the media and the mass majority my, f- mm. put fear yeah. and, and manipulate my financial decision. That's true. That was a huge mistake, That's bro. A huge mistake, wow. Huge learning lesson. That's a huge one too. I I, 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 I like that for sharing that. So in a situation like that, you already said that we shouldn't listen to the media and you know, let it just go with your gut or something. Yeah, go with yeah. your gut and, 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 and go with you what you know. Um what 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 feels right what you can see yes. like elon is an incredible visionary Facts. i definitely knew tesla would tesla be around would, for a long, a long time, time yeah. and i just sold it <laughs> like was that when you first started so what was that like you know it was like two years in two years in two three years in. so you were in like strong i was okay. You were okay like i said we're learning every day every day yeah that's true i'm that's not true. the best investor that's otherwise true. they would call me warren buffett <laughs> but we hey, can't you never know you never know you know you never know. Coming soon. I, I, yeah, yeah coming soon. I think I'm going to write it down and say I am. Hey, speak it out there. You, mm-hmm. know? you get it. Exactly. Manifest it. Manifest like, it. Like we talked about, you know, I guess Warren started somewhere too. Where, now look at it, you know. Man, God yeah. bless that guy. I know. Success leaves clues. Again. <laughs> success leaves clues. <laughs> Follow successful people, guys. Like for real. You would definitely learn something. Yeah, even if it's the smallest thing. Even if it's yeah. the smallest thing. Even if it's the smallest a- thing. And I, I definitely want to say I appreciate you having me on this podcast. My, Lucky, hey. it's a pleasure to meet you. You have an um, amazing attitude. Thank you so much. Uh, I look much. forward to what you create and, and just the people that you'll impact along the way. Yeah, no, thank you for coming through. Because, like, uh, guys, last week was when I actually linked up with her through a friend because I needed someone to come speak about finance. And honestly, you were perfect for the show. You you nailed it. Everything we we did. I think we did a we, we did justice to this episode. Not just for the listeners, but for myself. I have learned just from sitting and having this conversation with you. I'm leaving this conversation a brand new person. You know. Let's go. Yeah, you feel so like fit? I, I I feel financially. I I think I'll build my. I think it's time for me to start working on my financial <laughs> muscles right now too. I gotta make strong financial muscles. Let's get right, it. So, yeah, it's so, only the beginning. Yeah, it's only the beginning. And that's what I'm gonna call this episode, finance. How to be your financial muscles. <laughs> that's fire. Let's get it. Yeah. We bring us some sauce. <laughs> okay, so uh, with that said, uh, thank you so much, guys, for listening to this episode. And also, where can people reach out to you? You know, like you know, if people want to link up with you and the best place, Instagram. Yep. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at g underscore adaris. G underscore A D A R I S. I also have a YouTube channel where oh. I post all my travel adventures. I should go subscribe to it. Subscribe right Genesis yeah. Aladis on YouTube. You can find that in my YouTube, uh, in my Instagram, Instagram link. link. Okay. Um, but those are the best two places. Gotcha. Hey guys, um, go show some love. You know, follow, subscribe, everything. Okay, she she's got good stuff, quality contents coming, most of, and also our brand wealth. You know, she. We'll talk about this on the next. The, you know the fitness part of this podcast but you know guys like i said okay thank you so much for listening she said be legendary be legendary wealth is we wealth is we i like that